What up, everybody? It's your boy, Nasty Backpack, and we are here, y'all, listening to the Nasty Backpack Podcast. So, I finally did it. I finally finished the six-episode series, Surviving R. Kelly, and um, when I did my last episode um, with Chopper Black, you know, I did not yet see the the series. I just saw clips of it. Um, you know, I saw several clips over here and there. Kind of, you know, got a little information here, got a little information here, there. But after seeing the whole shebang, um, I have a different perspective of, of what I had a week ago. Now, let me tell you the problems that I have with the series. The problems I have with the series is um, one, you got opinions from people on on the documentary that really don't have any insight or any clarity of anything that was going on at that time. That you know, I felt like they're just putting these people in the documentary just because they're. Um, celebrities and and their opinion really is just they don't bring nothing factual to the program so so um, they're you know they don't they don't have a story to tell they don't got any insight they don't they're not giving no information it's just like oh a person raised their hand and they're put on the documentary uh, one of the other big problems I have with the documentary is why so long. Why did it take so long for for this documentary to come out? I mean, this is something that we could have probably prevented as a culture, um, as a society. We could have probably saved a lot of these girls from getting caught up in this um, this mess with R. Kelly. And because we waited so long to. Um, participate in this movement that this the sexual predator got away with seducing manipulating and destroying the lives of tons of girls so um I mean that's one that's a couple issues that I have with this um I mean I just feel like this could all got prevented after Aaliyah why did we allow this guy to still have a career after Aaliyah after you know why did music labels still put money into him why did fans still put money into him support into him um and I mean social media has been out for so long now you know social media has been out for a good 12 15 years now like why 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 did he get away with this for so long before anybody spoke up you know um, it took this long to make a documentary about this guy's life, and he has so much going on. You know, when Michael Jackson got accused of what he got accused of, you know, people were fucking hitting him hard right then and there. You know, Chris Rock, Cat Williams, they were grilling Michael Jackson right away, and th- this these allegations were going on before. And, I mean, it took no time for him to grow Michael Jackson, so, 
um, you know, the allegations with R. Kelly were going on before the allegations of Michael Jackson. It's taking us till 2019 to put out a documentary to show the world what this beast has been doing since the the mid nineties. Um, that's absolutely crazy and unacceptable. So those are some issues I have um, with the documentary. Um, other than that, it, it, it was a really, really good documentary. Um, it reminded me a lot of what VH1 used to do behind the music. Um, and, and I thought it was great that they did bring out a lot of people that were intertwined with, with the situation and were right there to give us the inside of the situation. Um, I just didn't like the, I just didn't like the people that had nothing to do with the story, you know, John Lennon, Charlamagne the God, um, what's that fucking lion looking chick's name, uh, Wendy Williams, uh, pow, pow, shout out Wendy, the wild confetti, um, but, but yeah, I just, you know, a lot of people that, I mean, to get these celebrities, Thrown in there just to kind of bring up the thing. I, I, I wasn't with all that, but the people, the celebrities that were involved, you know, the the witnesses that were involved, the ladies that were involved, that that really put the story together and made it a really a really good story. Um, it had a lot of information, and I can see why it took six episodes to tell that story because that's a very Crazy story. I wish they would have, um, you know, did Tupac's uh, biopic like that, you know, in that format where it was a six movie or a six series movie where it had time to go in and, and tell you everything. Um, I wasn't mad at the length of each each uh, episode, um, about an hour long each one. And I thought you got a lot of information within that hour. So, you know, they would tell three, four stories within that hour. Um, and like I said, it's, it's just, it, it changed my opinion 100% on R. Kelly. Like, before I saw the, the movie, you know, I just heard, I just saw clips here and there, you know, one of the clips about Aaliyah. Um, but after really watching the, the, the movie, there was so many girls involved in this and this guy got away with so much shit and he had I mean the first to start off with Aaliyah he met Aaliyah at 12 years old how long after he met Aaliyah was he molesting her or raping her whether it's statutory rape or whatever you know um some of the girls that were the backup singers told the story about how they were on the, the tour bus and the door flew open to the to the bedroom and R. Kelly sitting there fucking Aaliyah like how old was she right there? I mean if they got married at 15 that means they were probably fucking and he met her at 12 they were probably fucking from let's say at least 13 when she was 13 years old 14 years old, which is fucking crazy. Um, 
You know, that's one that's that's a one big red flag that we did not put any stoppage to at that time. Um, the next incident that happened, I believe. Um, I don't know if it was with the fans that he was pulling towards the back or if it was with one of the girl, one of the, um, one of his artists, Sparkle's uh, niece. Um, I know there was several ladies involved at that time that were underage. Uh, he had a girl that was underage. I think she was a fan that he pulled backstage and then they developed the relationship. And at the time, she was only 16 years old. Um, you know, so that's that's another that's another one. Then Sparkle's niece, who was introduced to him at 12 years old. Again, he has this 12-year-old. Not only did he have the 12-year-old, but he had the 16-year-old also with the 12-year-old. And, and at this time, he's also married. It's like... It's crazy. And then, you know, the domestic and physical abuse that he was doing to his his wife. Um, and, and that's why it's important. I mean, I don't know how he got away with all this at the time. But what I do know is that us men, us parents, men and women, we need to start teaching our kids, our young women... And young and young boys, because this can happen. This can happen either way. This can happen to either or. But we need to start teaching our kids to be more vocal when shit like this is happening, and they're put in a, in a compromised position where, you know, um, they have no control of, of what the decisions that they're making. They don't realize the decisions that they're making. Um, I mean, right now I have a 14-year-old daughter. I talk to my daughter all the time about about boys. I talk to her about men. I talk to her about school. I talk to her about everything in life. Because um, even though I have my daughter full-time, I still have to co-parent with her mom. And I still have to send my daughter over there to her mom. Her mom's every, every two weeks uh, for the weekend. And then, you know, as she goes over there, I don't know who is in and out of, of my ex's house, you know, my, my kid's mother's house, I don't know who, what, who she's bringing in now, I don't know where she's taking my kids, so I need to make sure that I'm equipping my kids with the information, the knowledge that they need, where if, if they're put in a position where something like this shit is going on, they're going to give me a phone call and they're going to, you know, they're going to get talk to me, or, you know, if, if they didn't even want to talk about it, then I'm going to put them in a position where they need to talk about it. Regardless, like this, that the fact that this shit was going on for so long is crazy. It's sickening. It's sickening. Um, it's sickening that he was raping that little girl, uh, Sparkle's niece, and um, the parents didn't speak out on it. When the parents had their opportunity to um, their day in court. They they denied everything. They, they let they let a dollar sign um, over. They took a dollar. They took a dollar over pride, and um, they allowed uh, R. Kelly 
because he was the cash cow and the, and the dad was was the guitarist for R. Kelly. He allowed he, he allowed uh, R. Kelly to walk that day, and um, I thought it was a really sickening and sad um, situation because I mean his career would have R. Kelly's career could have been over would have been over, but you. You could have, if, if it was money that you were after, you could have capitalized on a lot of dollars um, doing the right thing and speaking up against R. Kelly. You could have capitalized on, on your daughter's story being told and, and not told from somebody else capitalizing on, on your daughter's story, which was Lifetime, you know, and the people who put together this documentary was capitalizing on that story now. Where that could have that could have been money in your pocket, and um, instead you let a predator loose, run free, and um, I know a lot of a lot of girls after your daughter were put in similar situations because you guys didn't speak up, and because um, their story wasn't brought to the light. And, and the the crazy part to me was R. Kelly as soon as he got acquitted of the charges. He was right back doing it again. And um, when when you get acquitted from charges and you're right back at it again, that just tells you what kind of fucking person you are. And um, this guy was a serial predator. He was a, um, a pedophile. He loved little kids. And uh, it's just a sickening, sickening... A uh, story that 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 he lived, and um, even though he probably won't see a day in jail, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I know. I just saw the day that um, that lawyer in LA, who was Black China's lawyer, and she's always in the limelight. Anytime anything happens, um, she. Um, she was the legal, uh, she was a lawyer for a lot of the girls in the Bill Cosby situation and in the Me Too movement, but, um, I forgot what her name is, but she, I've seen, she did a statement today, press conference today, um, and she's representing one of the alleged victims in the R. Kelly documentary, and, um, so there could possibly be some charges that come out of this. Uh, hopefully there is. Um, I mean, don't matter how good of an artist R. Kelly was, uh, it doesn't it doesn't make it okay to to be um, you know doing the shit with the little kids and shit, the girls, the young girls. Um, let you were molesting and shit. I felt real bad for the the one little girl who um, was 16 at the time when she met R. Kelly. Um, she met she met, and the bad thing was that she met she met her he met her with her family. I forgot how she got introduced. She got introduced. Um, Man, I don't know how, but but um, she ended up getting um, 
got manipulated. Parents got manipulated. They let, they let the little girl go on tour with 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 R. Kelly while she was still in high school. She was 16 when she went on tour with him. Um, he promised that he was going to further her career and make something happen with it. She had dreams of having a career. And, um, you know, he took her on tour. And they're, now they're trying to see her now. They're one of the families that um, were in and out of the TMZ stories and um, they were trying to see their daughter and everything. And But at the same time, that father allowed his daughter after everything that was going on at the time with our Kelly. Kelly had just got fucking, like, if you're going to send your daughter somewhere with a fucking pedophile, do your fucking research. How do you send your daughter off and then you say, you say in the documentary that he, you knew that there was stories about him, but he got acquitted of all charges. But what was your research done in letting, allowing your little 16-year-old daughter to run off with R. Kelly? And now you're, now you're, now she's over, now she's an adult, and now you're wondering why she doesn't want to come back to you guys. And it, I mean, you guys pretty much pimped her fucking out. You guys chased a dollar instead of um, doing your homework, and now you know she's she's in the hands of R. Kelly. And when you know, I mean, you we heard we did not hear not one girl say, and there was a lot of girls in that situation, but we did not hear not one girl say that it was an amazing time with him. It was all good. It was. Every one of those girls are being manipulated and abused, um, physically and mentally. Um, they were just basically just used as a sex toy uh, for R. Kelly's pleasure, um, and that's that's the that's what it simply comes down to. It, but at the end of the day, a lot of these parents couldn't avoided it and didn't avoid it, and they let our they let, allowed R. Kelly to. Slither in, tell him a feel good, a good few good things, and you know, I don't feel with the girls that are there now. Um, I I feel like the addiction. I don't know if it's the addiction to R. Kelly because he's a celebrity. I don't know if he manipulated them so bad where... Because he's up front with them. He's up front with them. He's telling them there's other girls. and um, But they won't leave. They still won't leave him. Because they got suckered into giving this guy so much of their life. That it's hard to pull back now. Now, if they if they stop fucking with R. Kelly, they're going to go back to their lives. And their lives will never be the same because now everybody's going to look at them funny. Um, whatever they had going on at the time ain't going on now. Some of them uh, left college. So they ended up not probably not getting their degree. And now have to start from where they left off. And it's hard when you, you, know, you stop something for years, it's hard to go back. And, and try to make it work again. Plus, you're at a different time of your life. You're at a different age of your life. Um, I mean, I, I hope and pray for the younger girls who 
can still make something of themselves to get the fuck out of there and get the willpower to leave. Um, do I think at any time none of them can fucking get up and go? Um, I mean, they're not being chained down. This is not like fucking the Castro dude who had the abduction in Cleveland where he had the girls chained up. Um, this is not that type of situation. These girls can fucking get the fuck out of there if they chose to get the fuck out of there. I mean, some of these women did, some of the parents did will calls. Um, what is it? Will call? No, no, no. Well, well calls with the police and police went down there and they just told the girl, you know, talk to the girls and the girls weren't trying to leave. So for those girls who don't want to leave, I mean, Hey, R. Kelly can do what he wants with y'all and y'all can do what y'all want with him. I ain't got no issue with that. You can't, you can't sit there and hate on R. Kelly for him, you know, being over to finesse these, these women to want to stay with them. But the problem that I have with R. Kelly is the younger girls who were little girls at the time and are now adults. Like, those girls are the ones that, motherfucker, you a pedophile. You a pedophile. You a rapist. And, um, you know, that those are the girls that, that's, those are the issues that I have with R. Kelly. Um, I mean, in, in, there's, in any fashion, it's not okay to fucking be with a girl who is under the age of 18. That's, that's just, that's just sickening. That's, you know, I know in one of the cases with one of the young ones, um, and she was on the, she wasn't, I mean, she's not trapped there no more. She's already out and living her life. But, you know, she fucked R. Kelly and told him that she was 19. And then when he found out she was 16, you know, he was still okay with fucking her. Yeah, I mean, that just tells us how sick R. Kelly is. But again, this little this little bitch fucking was, and I don't mean to call her a little bitch. Just call her a little bitch because I don't know her name. But... And she is a little bitch for fucking finessing him, a, a dude. And and right after he got fucking acquitted from fucking child pornography charges and shit and underage, fucking with underage girls, you know, she goes and fucks with him and tells, her that, tells him that he's she's 19 and really she's fucking 16. But then again, Arkell's a stupid motherfucker for fucking still fucking with her. So, I mean... Uh, at the end of the day, um, I mean, if it could happen to fucking Bill Cosby after all these years, R. Kelly needs to be fucking locked away. Like, this motherfucker. I, I, like I told you before, I felt different. My last episode, I felt different because I didn't know the facts. But where there's a lot of smoke, there's, there's usually some fire. I mean, the fact that he got he got off of off the case with the with the the 13 year old little girl and you know at the time he was molesting a 16 year old already he was already raping a 16 year old then he had the 16 year old and him with the fucking 13 year old like and it wasn't until um that girl stole the sex tape that you know the shit got all out and everything and um I mean, fuck, it's, it, it's sickening. It's sickening that this guy is still touring. It's sickening that um, he's still making money and still profitable. 
after all this shit is going down, like, this is just, it's crazy, it's craziness, um, I mean, think about some of the people that we locked up for fucking rape, you know, that probably did not do it, most likely didn't do rape, we got fucking, uh, we got fucking my, one of my favorite rappers, South Park Mexican, locked up right now for uh, a case that showed no evidence of a rape at all. No fucking evidence. And they're giving him 45 years. He's locked up right now. Probably, probably will never get out. Hopefully he does one day. But then you got a guy who has all this fucking evidence against him. Fucking Roman Free. And that just tells you how broken our fucking system is and shows you how fucked up everything is in society that we can elect we, we, one of our truly good heroes who had no evidence against him um, was going just going off a parent's allegation to get some bread. Um, but then you got this dude who fucking has a sex tape out, has all this shit out against him. So much evidence. You got so many people coming forward. So many girls coming forward. So much proof right then and there. And still making money freely. It's fucking sickening. It's crazy. Um, I mean, we roasted Michael Jackson. And this ain't to get, give Michael Jackson no... Uh, or, or say that what he did was any better or anything. He's still sick fuck as well, in my opinion. But, but we roasted him right off the bat. I mean, he didn't get no free pass right away. So why did R. Kelly get the free pass and and get, you know, that I don't understand. I probably will never understand that. I never, I never understand a guy who can beat a woman. I can never understand a guy who can rape a woman. Those are just things that I'll never be cool with. I'll never, you know, um, I, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's craziness shit. The, um, that this guy is is still walking out here making music. and But like I said, hopefully these, these charges that uh, I've heard of a couple, a couple states um, bringing up an investigation on him. Hopefully those get followed through. Hopefully he, this guy gets some jail time. And uh, hopefully it happens before he flees the country or commits suicide. Because I think... Uh, I think both of those are very likely for R. Kelly right now. Um, he's, you know, because, I mean, this guy is, he's like the Warren Jeff of fucking, uh, of the hip-hop game, of the R&B, you know. Um, I, I don't think I'll ever listen to an R. Kelly song the same way ever again. Um, because... There's so many stories being told through those songs. So many girls were being raped, and uh, man, it's 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 just crazy how these how these guys still walk. It's crazy how bad these girls are being treated. Some of these girls now, still right now, are being treated, but they refuse to leave a guy. And um, that I don't get either. I don't understand how how women can have be degraded so badly 
being abused so badly, but yet still cannot walk away and and um, defend themselves. Um, like I said, I don't think they're being held against their free will, but I just think they won't. They don't want to walk away from. <clears throat> R. Kelly because they go back to their regular lives they're just going to be regular people you know you take that celebrity away from them they're not celebrities now by any means any, any stretch of imagination but they're with a celebrity so they feel like they are you know probably on top of the world because they're with this guy even though he brings them down at probably every single minute besides when he's fucking them but I mean, it's it's a crazy situation, and it's crazy how these girls can't leave them. But I mean, that tends to happen a, a lot. You know, I know in my first relationship, I was wasn't physically abusive, but I was very mentally abusive by cheating so much. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize it at the time. I realize it now as as I uh, step outside, you know, stepped outside myself and, and looked at myself then. Um, I definitely can see all the physical, I mean, mental, the mental abuse that was, that was taking place, um, now that I'm older, but my ex still didn't leave, all the times I cheated, she still did not leave, or choose to cheat, or any of that, she, she still stuck around, so I, I mean, it's one of those things, but at the time, we were young kids, we were, you know, well, these are young kids too, so I guess it's the same situation, um, and that's why I feel it's important to teach our, our young, our young girls that, you know, at 16 years old, love doesn't exist at that age. I, I tell my daughter that love does not exist in, in high school. It doesn't exist at 16. Love, love everyone as a person, but this little, this Prince Charming shit, princesses and prince we gonna be forever together, forever type shit. Right now, it just doesn't happen. It's not realistic. It's it's just not because we're we're you guys are babies. You're babies, and I mean, I would never want my daughter to be trying to settle down at at the age she's at now, or anytime in the next six, seven years. I don't want her. You know, I want her to focus on high school. I want her to focus on scholarships and, and college and and a career before she even thinks about settling down. And that's why we gotta, as parents, we gotta teach our daughters that at a young age because we gotta set their focus up at at success and um, setting them up with a guy who's gonna, you know, I don't do I think R. Kelly's giving them money, the women that he has. Probably not. He's probably taking them on shopping sprees, buying them stuff here and there. But who knows? Maybe he's not. Maybe he's just dicking them down and they're just fascinated by R. Kelly's dick. I don't know. I don't know what it would. I don't know what it is that has these women drawn to R. Kelly where they're not leaving them. I mean,. We've seen women that have left them. We've seen the wife leave them. We've seen some of the other girls get out of there and escape. And so I don't think they're being held against their will. I just think they're manipulated so badly that um, just the fact that they're with a celebrity, they're, 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 
getting fucked by a celebrity, they're getting that little bit of love and attention from a celebrity when they're getting fucked. And that's probably the only time they're getting that love and affection is when they're getting fucked. But, um, we, it's just, you guys gotta walk away from that shit because you're, you're, you're teaching the younger, the younger generations that that shit's okay to stick around and, um, that's not something that I would never want my daughter to pick up and think that's a trend or think that's something cool to stick around and be a down chick for your dude who's sitting there manipulating you, who's beating you, who's physically and mentally um, degrading you, and it's just, there's nothing cool about that shit, so fuck R. Kelly, um, this documentary was an eye-opener, um, definitely, because I was a big fan of R. Kelly, I grew up on R. Kelly, I remember Download, I remember, um, all those fucking, you know, songs from him back in the day, it was one of my favorite R&B singers, and, um, just the fact that he has the, one of the best R&B catalogs, um, it's just, it's, I, I can't fuck with them, I really can't fuck with the guy who's, who is um, just a pedophile? I, I don't represent that shit. And um, you know, there's other great legends who who didn't do that shit, who weren't fucking um, fucking around with these young girls. And you know, I think this is gonna open the light on a lot of shit. Um, since this documentary has came out, I seen shit on fucking Jay Z start popping up with. With his situations with uh, with certain individuals, Fox, aka Foxy Brown. So we'll have to see how that shit goes. And Jay Z, if you're fucking these little girls too, fuck you too, homie. Cause um, I mean, it's just it's not cool. It's not cool to be a chomo. It's not cool to be fucking these uh, these little girls because you got power. You know. They, there's nothing cool. There's so many girls that are beautiful and are of age that the be fucking with these little ones makes no fucking sense. No fucking sense. And um, we'll just have to wait and see what comes from this. Like I, I do see charges coming from this. I can, I hope they come because they, um, they need to. We can't be letting this guy just walk around freely, like you know, we. Everybody's getting after Zimmerman for what the fuck he did, which was fucking crazy as well. Y'all need to be getting fucking teaming up and getting going after Art Cali because fuck fuck his catalog, fuck him, and fuck anybody fucking with these little young girls because that's just it's just it's just sitting, it's just sickening. Um, but we're gonna leave it at that. Um. Shout out, shout out to Lifetime, man. This is, this was huge. This was, this was huge. I just wish it would have happened years ago. I wish everybody would have came out years ago. And I know it takes time to make a project. Um, you know, fuck, they wouldn't have had, there would have been three episodes short if they would have did this shit years ago, but three episodes short, it's worth having, um, you know, how many more girls had to go through it for those three episodes short, you know? Um, 
So that's that's why I'm gonna leave it out with this. Um, if you ain't seen the documentary, check it out. It's definitely worth watching. Um, I had to watch it in parts. You know, I had to had to watch one episode here, one episode there, one episode here. And at the very end, I had to go back to the first episode and rewatch that one again because so much had happened, so many fucking stories had happened after that first episode that um, you kind of have to go back and watch it again, but um, it was definitely, there's definitely a lot of lessons that come out of this story. Um, We just got to be more diligent with our children. We got to be more proactive. We can't just, because this person can do something special for our kids, we can't just leave our kids to, to these wolves and and um, you know, anytime, anytime we're trying to get our kids somewhere, I did this with my daughter. I had her in acting classes at seven years old, and I made sure I didn't go, I didn't let her go anywhere without me. I made sure that wherever we went, you know, I took her to New York. We did auditions in New York. Um, we went to different agencies in, in here in my hometown. And I never left her alone with anybody or, you know, uh, and if I had to leave her alone, it wasn't happening. Okay, well, then we're going to have to go with a different career path and um, so be it. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to compromise something happened to my daughter for, for a career. Fuck all that. Um, and this just shows you the business at the end of the day, you know. Um, I mean, we saying it with Harvey Weinstein. We've seen it with, with, um, with uh, Larry Nazar, like people, these people that we're supposed to trust our children with. At the end of the day, we have to reevaluate what we're doing, and at the end of the day, we can't trust our children with nobody but ourselves, because um, you know we never know what the intention of another human being is going to be. We never know what their intentions are. And uh, we got to always keep an eye on our kids. With that being said, that's going to conclude today's episode. It's your boy Nasty Backpack. Uh, follow me on um, Instagram at Nasty underscore Backpack. Follow me on Twitter at Nasty Backpack. Um, if y'all want to email me um, with your thoughts of the show, you can hit me up on Twitter or you can email me at NastyBackpackPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'll definitely respond, but um, we're going to leave it at that. It's your boy, Nasty Backpack. Thank y'all for listening to the Nasty Backpack podcast, and thanks for all the support. We out.